Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, Lilian Ishmael, Mimiro, Sirius, Mordechai says Isaac Kravitz from Denver, Colorado. I've always wanted to have my very own set of art scroll. He finally purchased the entire set for 40% off. My wife encouraged me to go for it. Big kids fast forward a few weeks. My wife said to me, when are you going to start using it? I wonder what better way to use the set than to learn the daf. I learned about Yashir while listening to one of Ari Ben Shushan Shurim. Now he's joined Yashir in the middle of Yuvamas. I've been hooked ever since. It has changed my life in so many ways and I always look forward to tuning in to the new Shir. I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning to brew some fresh coffee and view Yashir on Spotify. I enjoy all the features Yashir offers, including the pictures, especially the highlighted words. You hear the highlighted words, you all say. This guy likes the highlighted words. Of where you're holding as you read what? Really? It actually adds a lot to the to the to the Meg coming out. Please continue to do what you're doing for Clyde Stroll. I think it's worth it though. A lot of people say that they love it. Attaches a couple of videos of my youngest repeating good morning a boy sitting in my daf yoimi seat. Here is his son. It's a mamsha stender from Who's that, Rebilioli? Pian in the background? Who's that? Okay. And here we have Tzadikim from Meitzad. It's a Yishuv here in Eretz Yisrael. Meitzad. In the beautiful Meitzad Heights. Rebiasi, what do you have to tell us? Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, I am on the way to work. I'm going. I bought a new iPhone only for the Shurim. Putting on that and going. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Wow. We're really looking forward to seeing you in Miami. Lucky you. Miami for the CM. I feel a stickle jealousy there, Nachman. You'd love to have an iPhone just for this year. Let me know if you'd like to go to the Everglades National Park for a bike ride while you're in town with in Shark Valley for what we call the Marabu experience. So I was in this place. I have no idea where it is. All I know is we went to one of these tourist traps. We took one of those um, those boats that fly over the hoverboard, hover boats, and we didn't see anything. We saw like a half an alligator, and then some guy there says, "Why are you guys waste your money? Just go down the block, down the road, ten miles." So we went ten miles down, and there was literally hundreds of them everywhere. And of course, it says, "Don't come close, don't touch." I went with my wife. My wife was shivering. And the first opportunity I had, I grabbed the alligator's tail. And my wife went running back to the car. But we got a picture. As long as you have a picture of it. No, we have a picture. My show, I have a picture. Yeah. No, I, I lost it. I don't know where it is. No, it's Emerson Misa. Ask my wife. Call my wife. You want me? I'll put my wife on video tomorrow. Michael, she will. Michael, not a lion, a, um, a leopard. Parrots, Chesel, and Herman, intellectual property lawyers, Michael Chesel. Okay. Hill Bernstein. I was supposed to email you after seeing you in Johannesburg. Zuck, to spend time with you, my son Ellie and I. This is the Rebbe. On a Rebbe salary, flew himself and his son from Cape Town to Johannesburg to meet me, to be in a live shear. It was unbelievable. I want to share with you an idea that Rosh Shiva Rebbe is real Chaim Goldfein. Zechitzadli Vroch heard from his Rebbe. Harav Mordechai gift is I know you've touched on these ideas throughout the Masech, but not only did I touch, I actually said this idea in Shir, but I guess I got this. He, he sent this Sunday. I said it Sunday morning in Shir. 
but it's a, it's good to repeat. Rav Gizah told me how he used to go for walks with his Rebbe. The tells the Rav, Avram Yitzchak, Loch, Zeke Bracha. Once the Tazarov said to him, it's so hard to learn Torah Lishma because it's so enjoyable. The Bachar, Rav Gifter said, but Rebbe, maybe that's what learning Torah Lishma is all about. And the Tazarov didn't answer. Many years later, Rav Gifter was overjoyed to find the Pirush of Rabbeinu Avram and Ahar on Adorim who says exactly this point. On Da'af, Mem, Ches, the Mishnah forbids Mudah to use Sfarim of the city because the Chalik of the Malasi asks, Mr. Lailah and he answers and elaborates that the mitzvah of Torah, Talmud Torah, is different than any other mitzvah. The mitzvah is davke dekatana from the learning, and that is lishma. Yeah, that's why it's also to learn Torah on Tishabov, also in a, in a velos, in a, in a, in a shiva house. That's why he shares on a different level because he shows that the to the daf can actually fulfill the mitzvah Torah lishma. Thank you so much for everything with love from Hillel and Eli Bernstein and Raboisa. Here we have Mechi Overlander. Starting Subis Daf Chof Aleph. This morning, while being in the hospital, waiting for my to give birth, I realized it's time to have my morning share with my father on the phone while driving to work. So I decided to do the Daf. It's the best Zgula in Zgula Katoyri. Puts in parentheses. The share started. I heard the shout out, the picture on the screen that my friend Mr. Ass Ass will send to you. Thanks for making a difference in my life and many others. Here's a picture with me with the new baby girl, Mazel Tov Mechi Chosid. He says like this: Subis Daf Chof Aleph. A chassid from Staten Island on one and a half speed. The koilel is sponsored. This is the last day for the sponsor of the koilel. May we always be able to support Torah and may the Torah protect us from any harm. The Masechta. And today sponsored by Anonymous in honor of my children on this Yat Kislev. And as a schos for all those in need, of Shalom Bayis, may Akash Baruch Hu give you the koyach to get through tough times. Did it at I came back, 
Ah, beautiful words. Very, very, very emotional words, actually. All right. Zokt, the Heiligen Mishnah, brand new parak. The official Mishnah is sponsored that we should be all have the schos to never give up, stay positive, and keep going forward. If a person makes a nether to something that's cooked. So we know. Then in the Dharam it goes after the Lashon of Bnei Adam. Let me just share with you a few of the questions today. What type of people are considered always sick? It's a category of people that are always sick. Anybody? Liberals. <laughs> Not repeating. Second question. Why are Bavlim considered dumb? Tipshim. Another question. When two people eat from the same plate, that was, was the custom back then, is it better to eat with a spoon or with your fingers? It's a whole sugya of eating with your fingers. It might, each one has a milo over the other. Another question. If somebody hates wine, this one I want you to answer me now. If somebody hates wine, he can't stand wine, it makes him sick, sick to the stomach. Is he mechuyev to drink dalit koises on Pesach night? Yes. Yes. Grape juice. Yes. Grape juice? No. All right. Zok the Mishnah. If he says specifically he's not going to eat something that is cooked, mevushal, mutar betzali. He's mutar to eat something that's roasted, here's something that's typically roasted, a carbon Pesach. Yoshi did this, he took this and turned it into this. Carbon Pesach, you put on a spigot and you, uh, a, a, a spit. A uh, spigot, you turn it into Right, the spigot is the, uh, what is that, what is that thing, the skewer? What's it called? Skewer, spit, okay, whatever. Spigot has spit in it. Okay, fine. Ube shalok. So really he's allowed to eat something that's roasted. Roasted is not cooked. Shalok is undercooked. So it's not cooked. Anything that's not cooked is not included in his nether. Omar koinim tafshel. Now tafshel is different than mevushel. Mevushel means cooked. Tafshel is referring to a type of food that is cooked. But as the Gemara is going to explain, it's referring to a type of food that's liquidy that you eat together with bread. So certain things that you can eat with bread, I've seen people, let's say, eat cholent with bread, take that, the, uh, the challah roll and they dip it in the cholent. I know it sounds a little weird. Okay, what? The new, the, those who eat cholent on Thursday night with beer, they also, they also eat it with a roll. You probably don't eat cholent on Thursday night. So that's why you said, huh? I'm the meisig deira rach would be also for him to eat something that's liquidy umutter ba'ava, and he would be mutter to eat. Here's something rach, and here's something ava. So you Rishami cook. If you live in Eretz Yisrael, you know what that pot is. That pot is in front of every shul on the sidewalk. There's a guy that comes delivers the potato kugel in this pot. It always has the same Yushalmi kugel. 
And it has some sort of lettering on it. And it has a couple dents. And that's the pad in front of every show. You'll come to every show, you'll see. So your shamakul is ava. It's really thick. The other thing is a little bit liquidier. I'm not saying exactly what the consistency is. It's just a, a dogma of something that you might eat with bread or not eat with bread. We'll see in this sugya. <clears throat> so today we have this. This is a camera that goes into your body, into a body, and could check the digestive system, could check different things. In those days, they had a different technique. They didn't have the camera, so they would take an egg, put it in boiling water, take it out of the boiling water, put it in cold water, repeat that process 1,000 times. Hot, cold, hot, cold. I'm just like, you get to... 867, you forgot that you're holding an 800. Sometimes you think it's 700. You start over again. Bekitzer, you do it a thousand times. A thousand times it becomes really, really small to that size, let's say. person swallows it. When it comes out, he delivers it to the doctor. Doctor takes a look at it. Based on certain identifying factors on that tiny little egg that went through the thousand, he could tell you what kind of disease the person has. That's how it worked in those days. Ubitlas harmutza, special type of gourd, squash. So these things are not included. Even though it's an egg and it was, it was cooked, that's not, a, that's not considered a cooked egg. That's already a medical kind of thing. If somebody makes a nether, they won't eat anything from a pot, a boiling pot. It has to be something that had a lot of boiling. And the Ran says different types of oats and grains that you boil a lot. Those are the type of things that he meant. From something that's a boiling pot. Here it's a boiling pot. You don't know what it looks like. Omar. If he says, I'm making a, it's like a carbon. Anything that goes into the pot. Not a maisig deiro. But anything that's in the pot. So then it's also, even if something was cooked very little, not, not that much, anything, anything that went into the pot. Says Gimar, This Sully, we're talking about a carbon Pesach. So he says, even when a person says the word, I'm, I'm making another against Mavushal, he means also Sully or roasted. Why? I have arrived from a Pesach, Now we know this Pesach over here, the famous Pesach. When it comes to a Karim Pesach, we have a seat right over here for the guest. Or over here, even next to me. <clears throat> it's also to cook your carbon Pesach. You have to roast the carbon Pesach. Yet... There's a posse in the Navi that says, What's your name? Avrami Fine. Related? From where? Oh, Welcome. We came all the way from Yishalayim, probably. Those who are coming from Yishalayim, they have a brand new road now that just opened up a few weeks ago. It takes off like 10 minutes. It doesn't mean you should leave 10 minutes later. Ten minutes earlier, but it still takes like thirty minutes to get from Yerushalayim to Beit Shemesh. Okay, huh? Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thank you. 
Yeah. Is the the song the song Sama Sama Gazdi? Okay, so it says in the pasuk Vayivashlu. Now we know you're not allowed to be mevashel the carbon pesach. Ki in tliyeish it has to be roasted. Yet the pasuk calls it bishul. Even tli is considered bishul. Says Rabbi Yoshia, that's why when a person says mevushal, he also means a roasted item, and he's also to. Perhaps this is the machlokes. The Rishayis Sovar Halachah Torah. In the Torah, you see that roasted and bishul are interchangeable. No, we know the famous Yisoyim when it comes to another. You go by what, how people speak, and people don't say roasted when they're talking about bishul. They don't say bishul when they're talking about roasted. Says Gemara Loi. You go by how people speak. The vernacular. Mark but it depends where you come from. In our Mishnah, our Tana, when it's roasted, they say roasted. When it's cooked, they say cooked. And his place happens to be that it was interchangeable. I have a Kronos of law. But he's bringing a right from a pasuk. He says, it doesn't matter where I live, the Torah calls it like that. So you see, he goes, Basar Lashon Torah, not Lashon Bnei Adam. Asmachto Be'alma. He's saying, listen, where I come from, they're not crazy. They're not weird. So they, they call roasted mevushal. They're not off. You know why? Because even the Torah calls roasted mevushal. He was stabbing. He's bringing a little right. He wasn't saying that, that that's, that's how it has to be across the world. He's saying, no. In my city, this is how they do it. We call roasted, mevushal, mevushal, roasted. Therefore, a person made a nether against mevushal that includes roasted. But I have a possum. The Ram brings you Yushalmi that we go kilushin of Adam. However, lechumra, like in this case, since the Torah also uses a lashon mevushal, so we have to be machmer like that lashon as well. Well, typically we go with lashon b'nei Adam, how, the, how people speak. Unless the Torah contradicts that, and we'll go the Chumrah with the Torah. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, why is a very thick Tavshel, like a Yushalmi Kugel? Why is Yushalmi Kugel Mutter he says, I'm not eating a tafshel. I'm not eating a tafshel. If you were to ask anybody in this room before we started cheer, a tafshel. Guy said tafshel. Something cooked. Is your shami kugel also? Yeah, why not? It's a tafshel. It's in a pot. Okay. That's your shami kugel. Let's say noodles. Let's say noodles. Hard noodles. You, you cook them in the water. It's ova. It's thick. It's not some. It doesn't smear on. It's not liquidy. It's not liquefied. I just threw in your shami kugel. What about noodles? You cook noodles on, in, on, a, on a stove. That's a tafshel. Yeah. But it's mutter. The Mishnah says it's mutter because it's ava. It's thick. Vom tafshel nadar. Or abayo, the pshat is. Haitana, kol midi the misachel be rifta. It has to be something that's eaten together with bread. Tafshel karyla. Then it's called a tafshel. Noodles, you don't smear on bread. So it's not a tafshel. Something, I don't know, ketchup, whatever. Something that's liquefied or liquidy. And you put on bread, you eat with bread, that's considered a tafshel. That's how it works. Now, we don't really go like that today. In our, the way we speak, that this is not what we... But in time in the Gemara, tafshel meant something that went together with bread. It was a big thing to eat with bread. Vatanya, 
and this is, you write down Binichusa, because this is Nedarim, and most of the Tanyas are Binichusa Nedarim, meaning it's not a question, it's a Raya. Hanoidim in Atavshel, also Bechomini Tavshel. If a person says, I'm not going to eat a Tavshel, so he's permitted. Shomalechem, Tzadik, come inside, we have seats waiting for you, right here, come. What? Really, your nephew. Shomalechem, nephew. What's your, what's your name? Yaniv. Yaniv what? From where? Jerusalem. Ah, oh, very nice. Shalom aleichem. Shalom aleichem. How are you doing, Tzadik? Also, b'chol minyan davshav azav b'tzali b'shalagim b'mushal. So he's also in roasted, semi-cooked, and cooked. V'asur b'hitrios rakois and rakois typically means. Soft over here, the Ran says it means smaller squash. So first of all, the sick eat it together with their bread. But our the raya over here for us is the word bread. These are things that you eat with bread. Anything that you eat with bread is considered a tafshul and it's awesome. Fine. So that's the raya. The raya is a good raya. That when it comes to the word tafshul, we're talking about something that's eaten together with bread. The Gemara has a problem. Because it says, What do the sick eat? They eat squash with bread. So they called in a doctor to do a house call. The doctor walks in. He sees a squash. So he left the house. He said, no, I can't. I can't, I can't deal with this. Omar, Malach Moisa Islan Ladim Bebese. This guy has the Malach Hamovis in his house because he has a squash. And I'm going to try to, 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 to help him. I'm not helping Rabbi Yermia. And the story, I thought maybe, I don't even know, maybe from this Gemaras in a certain country, they have a certain holiday that's based on, not based, but one of the things, they take a squash and it's like a scary kind of thing, a squash and the Malach Hamovis. I don't know, maybe from here. I'll go bottom, you have a, a Malcham Ovis in the house. Malcham Ovis. So you see that's really bad for a sick person to eat squash. No, no, no. He says, no, any sick, he didn't check anything. He doesn't know what it is. He walks in and walks out. I think over here it means soft before it meant small. Hober kiche, softer squash, hoba ashune, a harder squash. Rabirmi had hard squash, he saw the hard squash, he ran. Rava barula omar, hoba karagufe, hoba gave de kara. Depends if you're eating the outer part of the squash, the pumpkin, or the inner part of it. Domar Rav Yehuda, luliva de kara, the soft part, the inside of the squash. Basilka, together with leek, or luliva. The chitana bekutcha. Ah, if you have flax, the inside of the flax together with kutach, you don't know what you know what kutach is. Tzadik from Yishlan, you know what kutach is. You have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to show you a video. Here we go. You ready for the video? Yeah, show me a video. Kutach habavli. So the Mishnah starts with. Kind of, first of all, oy vavoy. This, this video was taken a long time ago. It was in Psachim, probably two years ago, during COVID. 
in the base Medrash, you had Laibi, and maybe three other people allowed to come in then. Remember those days? We had mass, the whole thing. The base Medrash was basically closed. We were only recording here. We allowed five, six people. I don't even know how many people then. That explains it in Psachim. Here we go. How do you start this thing? Here we go. Okay. And we had so the, the it was written on the side, the, the entire share. Things that you're over, Taroivas Chametz. Taroivas Chametz. A mixture of Chametz, two different items. Raboisai, Shechiyonu, Vikimonu, Vikyonu, I've been waiting months for this Mishnah. This is the Mishnah where I, I, I got to show you what Kudach is. I have to show you. I've been preparing this. For the longest time, I have a, a clee here. <laughs> one half gloves. I, I got to show you what they ate in those days. It's gewaldika, gewaldika, unbelievable stuff. I don't want to ever forget this kutach. It's big stuff. It's very, very choshev stuff. And we talk about it a lot in Shas. We're only going to do this once. I kept milk for over six months to get it to the right consistency. This is... Sour should be sour. <laughs> I also have a piece. I have a piece of bread. That's mamish mold should be mold. Unbelievable mold. And now we're going to take. Oh! <laughs> We're gonna do this. I, yeah, I go. It's a noir volume. The smell. The boy say, it's noir volume. Let me, let me. I can't, I can't. If you guys are not in the smell, stop. Look at Elvis, guys. And to top it all off, I'm gonna put some special milk. Wow, this is good. And we're gonna mix it. <laughs> ah, <ooh. laughs> this rabbi says kutoch. This is what they used to eat. You understand what I'm talking about? This is gishmaka stuff in those days. Baruch that we don't we don't live in that generation. <laughs> Do you imagine? If you behave nicely, I'm gonna give you some of this kutoch. <laughs> All right, let me keep it over here for a little bit. It might come up again soon. Fine, Zakta Gemara. Skivaldika stuff. I it took months, months to come up with this milk. Ah. It was well worth it. Okay. Now I, Elia, I made that that morning. I just took dye and put it in the milk. You really think that was smelling milk? Come on. What's wrong with you, man? He's still holding his nose. He's still holding his nose. All right. If you look in the store, they sell the No, no, obviously kutach is like more like a sour cream. It's a, with with crackers. I get it. Okay, it's not that bad. Fine. If you're an Amaretz, I'm asking you right now, do me a favor and shut your ears. Don't listen to this. It's also for me to say this in front of Amaretz. Amaretz. Why? So the Ran says. Because the Amaritzim are going to take the flax. It's so beautiful to take flax and add it to that unbelievable kutach. They're going to come and they're going to rip up all the flax that, that before even has a chance to grow. 
Taisus says, because you don't want the Amaratzim to make fun of Chacham. Say, look at the, the rabbis, they put this funny stuff in the Gemara, it doesn't make any sense. Flax with, with Kutach, eh, they don't know what they're talking about. So don't, don't, don't say in front of Amaratz. Rav Amar. And again, we'll go back to the Marsha from Gitin, that many times the Gemara says, sticks in, in the middle of a sugya, some sort of Kabbalistic deep thought, and it puts it in as a, a recipe, as, as, as a, good, a good advice, and it just, if you're a Chacham, you understand it, if not, you'll, you'll understand this flax and Kutach go together, and it's a beautiful thing. Okay, great. Rav Omar. Man choylen Rabbanon. Oh. So the answer is, a Tamad Chacham Kirit Squash. We're calling him a choyla because he's, he's a weak person. He's, he's constantly learning. He's not, he's not into Gashmi and Toyla. He doesn't eat steak. He doesn't have the right nutrition. So he's a weak person. But a real choyla He's not allowed to eat squash. Enochanami, shouldn't eat squash. Rava Tamei, Doma Rava. Dafim Pesamut Beis. Kiman, excuse me. Kiman Matzalinen. Who do we go like that we daven? Al-Kitzirei, Valmeriei. That we daven for the sick, we daven for the ill. Kiman Kirbiyosi. Nimach Loikis, if everybody has judgment on Rosh Hashanah, and there's nothing you can do about it. So if a person on Rosh Hashanah is judged, he should, he'll be ill, don't bother davening really. Or no, every day is a new judgment about illness, about other things. So Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion, you daven every day because every day is a new schachas, something bad could happen. And what about Chacham? How come we daven every day in Shemun Nevertheless, you know, you should also daven. Fine. He gave you two lashonas. This sickly and ill. What's the two lashonas? One is talking about real sick people. We daven for Rifoenu in Shmon Asra every day three times. Mirie, the word Mirie, the sickly, the weak, are Rabbanon. We daven that they shouldn't get sick. And where do we daven for Rabbanon in Shmon Asra, Boisai? says Rashi on top. Okay. Says the Gemara. Uh, sponsored, Memtesamut Bay, sponsored by Yanka Cohen, the official MDY MSP, and Lishchus being able to support Libra Torah and to finish shots with the rebellion. Just for a second, what's your name, Tzadik? Right over there. What's your name? Shulamasi was from? Monsi. Who else do we have here? Oh, yeah, he's not a guest. He's here already. No? Ah, that's that's what it was. What's your name? Tzvi? Ram. 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 From? Kiyagat. Oh, Okay, local. Kiyagat. Yishkoyach for coming. How long did it take? That's it. 25 minutes to Kiyagat. Givaldi. All right. Says the Gemara. Umutabava. Says the Gemara. Masnissin loy kibavloi. Our Mishnah are not like the people in Bava. Doma ribzeiro bavloi tipshoi. These silly, stupid bavlim, the achli lachma belachma. I have a, 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 an original piece of art here. Here's a tipish from Bavel, standing on a branch, cutting the other side of the branch. He's the national champion, national Babylonian IQ champion. 
<coughs> Fine. So he's a, a tipish. Why are they tipish? Because instead of mixing up your food and adding different flavors to the food, they eat bread flavored, a bread flavor together with bread. They smear, they put oats on top of bread. They eat something that's very, very similar. So, in fact, if you do this, here, here's a good example. Here's a piece of bread, and on top of that is porridge, oats. So this, this is what they eat in bubble. This is normal. Some say there's even a halacha ramification. Some say it's just practical, you know, the, what are you eating something with the same flavor? Put, you're supposed to put different uh, peanut butter on toast. You don't put oats, bread on top of bread, schmear with bread schmear on top of bread. But the fact is that this is what they do in bavel. So if somebody says the word tafshil, he'll be us from this also. So our mission doesn't go according to them. Is there anybody that could ask the question for people, the Nagdani and Hutzal, these, the, the, they're professionals in this, this porridge, I hate that word, uh, oatmeal, let's call it oatmeal. What's the best way to eat it? Like this picture, do you eat it, the, a grain product with grain, with wheat, with wheat? Is it, the, 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 the oat meal together with oat bread and the, I don't know what it's called, some sort of, how do you, what do you have? Um, farina, you know, that the, 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 it's made from wheat with, with bread made from wheat. You have to eat the two things, to, the two types as the same. She mix it up. She eat the oats with the, with the wheat and the wheat with oats. Rava would eat it. The, 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 the porridge, he had porridge that was made out of oven-dried grain. A sweeter taste. Oh, here we go. If you're the faint of heart, the sugi is not for you. So who did Rabbi Baravuna find? Who did he see? Ravuna. Who's Ravuna? Anybody? Who's Ravuna? Hmm? Uh, it's a, might, might be a good answer, but it's not what I'm looking for. Anybody? His father. Okay. Okay, fine. I'm just saying, like, sometimes we just read the names. Rabbi Ravuna, Rabbi the son of Ravuna, Ashkechele Ravuna, he found his own father. He's eating porridge with his fingers. What are you doing? You don't have a spoon? It's sweeter, it's better to eat with your fingers. Better to do with three, two, three, fine. Some explain that the, the sense of touch together with the whatever the pshat is. If somebody invites you to eat this porridge, so let's say porridge gives you, uh, I don't know, a thousand calories, and a parsa takes up, let's say, 500 calories of energy to walk there, it's kedai to walk a parsa because you're going to have leftover. You'll have leftover energy and benefit. And he invites you to eat a steak. That's, that's even more calories. So you could, you could afford to walk three parsa each way. I think each way. You should never spit in front of your Rebbe. However, if you eat squash or porridge, then you're allowed to spit it right in front of your Rebbe. It's dangerous. What's the worst possible item in the world that you could put into your mouth? 
hot lead. Why? This is what we use. This is what they used to use. If somebody was chayiv sreifa, they would give him like a cup full of, of hot lead. It's the last thing you want to put in your mouth. So you should know that squash and oatmeal is like hot lead. Keep it out of your mouth. If you have to spit it out, even in front of the king, the Persian king, Shover Malka, spit it out. So you have two people, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda, two Tanoim, eating out of one plate. In those days, hard to come by a plate. One is eating with his fingers, one is eating with some sort of sushi stick, whatever he's eating. One, the one that was eating with the stick, tells the other one with the fingers, When are you going to feed me that disgusting? You're putting your fingers and you have stuff under your fingernails, germs and all that. That's what it says, under your fingernails. That's how the Mazda is showing. You're putting that into the food that I'm eating. How dare you? There's a, a woman just got married. Her husband tells her, I want you to make the same chunk like in yeshiva. So she finds out from the, from the, okay, this ingredient, that ingredient, she does it. The guy, the guy says, no, it doesn't taste the same. Every week, the same story. Finally, she, she got annoyed. She goes all the way to yeshiva. She knocks on the door. She I want to speak to the chef. The, you put in potatoes, ketchup, uh, barbecue sauce, uh, brown sugar. Yeah, new. So how come it never tastes like yours? She says, tell me what you do. Do, do you wash the pot first? Of course I wash the pot first. Oh, that's your mistake. You're supposed to leave it as is. From It has a geschmack of taste. That stuff under the fingers that gives a little geschmack to the whole thing. So he wasn't happy with this. So he tells the other one, the other Tana, he's eating with a stick. Every time you put that spoon in your mouth, you fill it up with spit, and then you put it back into the pot, into, the, into our plate. So what's worse, your spit or my disgustingness under my fingers? Which, by the way, he also has spit on his fingers, but he probably wiped it off on his clothing every time because he noticed it. I don't know exactly. Fine. Anyway, so to, to answer the question, what's better when you're eating two people for one plate? What's better, to eat with a spoon or to eat with your fingers? I know. Each one has a milo. Each one has a chasart. Review the Rebbe Shimon, the Kamayu, Belusvin. You have to understand in those days, they said that people that came from Yemen only ate with their fingers. They didn't know what a fork... Then. You're talking about 2,000 years ago. Yeah. I, be-emes, be-emes, I, don't want to say, I was eating once and a guy next to me, a guy, was eating fish with his hands, like literally with the, with the sauce. And I said, so I looked at it like after, I said, I don't understand. You, before, you're eating the chicken with a fork. You're eating this. He says, no, it's a posik, right? Well, what's the posik? It says something be a dying. Uh, huh? No, 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 no. In, 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 in the Torah, it says about fish. Ah. <laughs> the fingers go every day to the making of the spoon only once. Whatever. They have a, certain people have a certain minhagam. Fine. They brought him figs. By the way, if you haven't noticed, this is what we call a gata gemara. This is not your typical gemara. This is a lighter. Uh, you know, okay, fine. Isaac Amayu Belusfin, they brought him these kind of figs. Reb Shimon wouldn't eat them. My time, how come you're not eating the figs? You can never get rid of them. They stay in your stomach, it's forever. We'll see where Reb Yudah was. He's very, very poor. So it's, it's great. If it, like, there was once a Russian, an old Russian guy in our house. 
And he told my father, I remember him saying this, and it's, it's stuck very stark. He says, what do you eat? You eat because your stomach, the two parts of your stomach rub against each other. So what you do is you stick something in there, you can stick anything in there, and it stops the rubbing. And that's what it is. You put this fig in there, and if it, the longer it stays in there, the better. You don't have to, you don't have to eat. It gives you energy forever. So his Rebbe, Rebbe Tarifin, tells Rebbe Yehuda, why are you shining? Why, do you, why does your face look like that? Istam made us something up. We went out to the field, and they brought us beets. And we ate them without salt. And if we eat them with salt, certainly our faces would be with shine, so the Belzer told me that in Sanhedrin of Samach Dalet, it says that Trodim cause Shilshul, diarrhea. And then Brachas of Mem, it says that Melach also causes diarrhea. She so says, oh, and soon it's going to say that the reason why my face is so shiny is because I went to 24 bathrooms. So, oh, according to this, so if I would have Trodim, I would go to the bathroom even more. And if I had Melach, even more than that, Kolchkin, it makes sense. If you know all Shas, it kind of like fits in like that. Okay. This uh, important woman told Rabbi Huda, It's like a play on words. Instead of In other words, you are you paskin alachas, you moira, and guess what? You're also drunk. I can tell that you're drunk. You're walking around, you know, like all you can't even walk in a straight line. Oh my Lord. I'm like I'm swearing in your belief. If I ever drink wine only once a week by Kiddush and Avdallah, Varba, Kose de Pischa, and the four cups of wine on Pesach night, Vuchigrani, Tzidoim, in a Pesach at I have a little bit of a maybe, this is what it means. I have to wrap my head from Pesach to Shvuas. Takes me 50 days to come over my headache that I get from the four cups. So but from this, the Shukhanar Paskins, that even if it causes you a headache, even if it's a great pain, you must drink. The four cups on Pesach night. Elo chachmas adam tayir panov. The chachma of a human being that that's what causes a person's face to shine. The Ramchal brings in Das Tfunos. He brings this pasuk. He says that the the neshama of a person is ruchnius. The body is gashmius. There's one place where you could see the impact of the ruchnius on the gashmius. It always it always. I never understood this. Like. If you have an animal, you have a dog, or you go to the safari, and uh, you know one animal steals the food from the other animal, you know what their face looks like after they steal the food? Same exact as it did before. There's no movement in the face. If you give a, a, a dog a treat, you know, he doesn't go, <laughs> he just, it's the same exact face. But, <laughs> that's why I do it quick, so you can't hop. There's no, nothing changes in an animal's face. Whereas a human being, says the Ramchal, you could see his happiness, his anger, his worry, everything, his neshama comes out in his face. That's what you see, and that's what it says in this passage. Chachmas Adam Tarepanov. It means that deeper than that, you know, the chachma and the real shine, of the, the, the glow of a, of a tzaddik's face. These are two professions. The person who, who makes his money on interest or he, 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 he brings up uh, pork, pigs, it's easy money. 
So they're always happy. Their face is shining. <clears throat> so now, this is the third time the Rebbe Yudah bumped into something like this. First, his Rebbe Rebbe told him, hey, why is your face shining? Then this lady, this random lady, and here you have an Apikairis. <clears throat> Both of these things are also for Jews anyways. I have 24 bathrooms from my house all the way to the basement. I think he was just telling him, making up a mice to him. You know why my face is so shiny? I go to the bathroom 24 times until I get to the basement. He would take the coat and put it on his shoulder and he would say, I'm sorry, not a, not a coat. A, like, like something to sit on, a jug to sit on. Now, because I'm schlepping this chair with me, I have somewhere to sit. I don't have to sit on the floor. Reb Shimon shakot take a basket, then he put it on his shoulder and walked to the Bishmash with it. Oh, Magdoyla Melacha Shem Chabedes Ba'aleh. Should we do this little piece over here? It's a beautiful piece. The visa of Reuda, Nefakas, the wife of Reuda, she went out. They were so poor, they didn't have clothing. She went out, knocked the Samra, she took a little wool. Avda Glima, she made one garment, duhutve, something very chashev. Kanafka l'shuka, when she went out, she would grab it and she would use it. When he would go to Davin, he shared one garment and one garment only. He'd say like a special bracha for Malbush Arumim, you gave me this beautiful coat. There's a beautiful, Rabchaim Shmulevitz here, Maimon Tezvav. Rabchaim Shmulevitz says, how was he allowed to wear it it's Lysilba, she's not allowed to wear a woman's clothing. So he says it wasn't clothing. It was like a blah. It didn't have a shape. It didn't have anything. So why was he so happy? He says one of the most amazing Yisoidus in life, and we're going to talk about it tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem, also, because it has to do with tomorrow's Sugi Rebbe Kiva. Listen to this Yisoid, the simplest Yisoid, you probably know it, and it's Kedai to Chazred, and understand it. Think about it for a second. You live in a neighborhood. The guy directly across the street from me owns two floors in his building. And now he's tripling what he has. Okay? He's adding over a thousand meters to what he already has. There's another guy. I'm not making this up. Go to the last building on this block. He's doing the job right now. It's a multi, over a million dollar construction job. He took out his whole... He's giving one apartment to the entire building so they could use it for chesed, the whole thing. Unbelievable. He's a great guy, a bemis, a very, very special person. There's another couple that lives on our block. They live in a parking spot. Somebody took a parking spot, closed it. There's no windows, nothing. A person could look and say, wow, I want to be like this guy. I want to have his thousands of meters. Or if he wants to be happy in life, how could you be happy in life? It's all in your head. By looking at a person that is less than you. If you say, look what I have. And look what he has. He has nothing compared to me. Then that, that makes you happy. You could always look at the next guy and say, wow, he has a mansion, he has a Lamborghini, he has this and he has that. That'll just upset you. If you look at the other guy, look at him. He all he has is a bike. So my car is a stickle tranta. Fine, whatever. It's, it's a, he has a bike. Unbelievable. So that changes your whole focus. That's how he was looking. He was looking. I have this coat. Look at that other guy. You see, Rabbi Kiva did the same thing. Tomorrow we'll talk about it more. Hashem. But let's just finish the line here. One second. He couldn't come to the Tainus. 
Don't be upset, Nasi Rim Gamliel, Rim Gamliel. He doesn't have what to wear. So they said, okay, so give him some clothing, he'll come. So he lifted up the floor and there's a nace. There's a lot of gold coins there. And he says, look, there's a lot, I have a lot of money. I don't need your money. I don't want to benefit from anything from this world. Tell Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, that's why I'm not coming. Rabbi have a wonderful day. Yeah,